0: i hope you did enjoy that nice snippet of music which i played my name is jason guys so lovely to have uh, all of you guys listening to this live podcast on linkedin we are also recording this so that we can simultaneously stream this on spotify google apple and all other audio based uh, broadcasting platforms which are out there now, see, when you think of podcast, the first thing I, I feel you know should come into your mind is about voices, like the voice which you're hearing right now. The stories, the thoughts, the point of views, the ideas. And this is how we immerse ourselves in when it comes to podcasting. Because podcast at its core is an auditory experience. Now, here is the interesting uh, part. Now, in this digital age, where our senses are interconnected with a lot of things, visuals have a very profound impact even if something is audio-based, like a podcast. Now, this is where visual identities come into place. I want to welcome you to today's show. My name is Jason. I am the host of this podcast called Brand Identity Design. I started this podcast back in uh, January of 2022, fumbled... Uh, stupid and doing a hell lot of mistakes when I started up Uh, but you know the only thing which I want to say is that you know start uh, because you never know this can be a very diverse opportunity uh, which you're just creating for yourself or your business you never know so I've done many episodes Uh, this is my 110th episode which I'm doing and today we would be speaking about the role of visual identities in elevating your podcast brand and in the world of podcasts Uh, branding in the world of podcast branding and we want to be exploring incredible impact of visual identity and how it has on your podcast brand now it doesn't matter if you're a seasoned uh, podcaster or somebody who is just starting up or somebody who's just listening just for the heck of it Uh, i will try to communicate as much as uh, information and strategies which you can apply on your podcast to take it to new heights. Now, who am I? I'm a brand identity designer by profession. That's how I end up coming up with the name for my show. Uh, I also have a design business, a small agency called as IMJ Designs Coach, just in case if you guys don't know. My focus uh, has been for delivering impactful visual identities for businesses and organizations across diverse industries. I have done 250 plus projects so far. i work with industries like aerospace, broadcasting, automotive, banking, healthcare, entertainment, retail. And I use my strong background in graphic design. I'm a self-taught designer and a bit of marketing to help entrepreneurs effectively communicate their brand to their target audience. And this whole idea of this show came up randomly to my head because I also have a podcast. I've been experimenting with my podcast for quite some time. And I've realized that a strong visual does make a huge difference. So your content might be in place. Everything, uh, your show st- structure, format, everything is in place. Uh, but if you don't have the right visuals, I think, you know, it's going to be very less effective. So let's deep dive into this. I want to first of all say hi to my good friend, Wade. Wade, how are you doing? So nice to see you.
1: Good morning. Or good day, there, you. I'm wonderful, thank you. Sorry, I wasn't uh, able to unmute before.
0: That's all right. That's all but right. All your voice is coming a little muffled. Are you? Are you on your headphones or something?
1: I am. Hold on. Give me one second, and I'll try <laughs> to uh, <laughs> even after that.
0: No worries. No worries. No worries. I want to say hi to Leslie, who is down there. Leslie, you know, you're welcome to come up if you like. Simon. Michael, Marin, Miranda, anybody, Now, if you guys are interested, please do not hesitate to come up. This is not an interview. I'm going to be uh, speaking a lot of stuff uh, about visual identities and hopefully this will make sense for you folks. All right, wait, go ahead. Let's try that again.
1: Is that better?
0: Yeah, this is much better. Let's go.
1: Wonderful. I would have loved to partake last week with, with Donald. Unfortunately, I am... Um... Uh, pivoted a little bit doing uh operations and special events. And the event that I was doing last week would have been way too noisy for your listeners to hear all the, the background noise. So, uh, but I, I absolutely loved the episode last night, it was very fantastic, very insightful.
0: Well, thank you. We missed you, and I appreciate uh those kind words and even the things which you put on chat. For some reason, your name was not showing up, it might be some technical glitches, but you know, we. I, I felt like you were a part of the show and I appreciate uh, you introducing me to Donald. It was fabulous. I learned quite a lot with him so on that show. Thank you so much for that, No, well,
1: As all your podcasts, are, they're always insightful. So I'll let you yeah. be and uh, I'm going to mute now and, and listen in.
0: Awesome, awesome. I want to say hi to my good friend, Leslie. Leslie, how are you? I'm so sorry I was not able to catch up with you with the past That's few That's okay
2: good to be here and to support you. Today I might be in and out of the matrix, but I will do my best. Good to be here.
0: All right, awesome, awesome. Anybody else is interested in coming up because this is gonna be a pumped-up section. Uh, I have a lot of things which I would like to share. So let's let me look at my notes. Okay, let's deep dive further. Why visual identities matter in the context of podcasting? Now let's ask ourselves now. See, visual identities and being in this profession for quite some time, I've realized it's not about aesthetics at all. It's about building. A bloody brand, a brand that resonates with your listeners, a brand uh, that is recognizable, a brand that speaks volumes about your podcast and its theme, the personality. And that focus is what makes a podcast brand attractive and it helps to retain your listeners. Now, think about podcasts, you know, have have left kind of an imprint on your memory. It doesn't have to be mine. Think of any uh, podcast you may have actually heard. Chances are the content is not only good, but they also have some sort of visuals that was hard for you to forget. A strong visual identity becomes the face of your podcast. Make it instantly recognizable in this red ocean of digital content uh, which has been put out there. It's like this unique stamp. Uh, that this is my podcast and I'm here to make an impact. Now, if you would be wondering what exactly consists of this visual identity, this is actually your podcast logo, your cover art, your color palette which you use, the fonts which you use, they all contribute in your unique visual representation of your podcast. Now, let us understand what visual identity And branding means in in the sense, in the context of podcasting. You know, let's deep dive this further. Now, both of these things are fundamental concepts. Visual identity refers to a collection of visual elements that represent your podcast theme and values. It is also about uh, your podcast, how it's visually presented uh, itself in front of the world. Uh, Like I said, this includes your logo, your cover art, your color scheme, like how you play with your colors, what kind of contrast you're using, uh, how you're emphasizing something, what you're trying to communicate, typography style... Uh, even the style of how you promote it in a certain way. If you look at the cover art which I have created for this specific episode, which I'm actually doing, you'll see a lot of mix match of colors. There's a lot of things going around. The ideal intention is to grab people's attention immediately. And and this is the reason why I've ended up you know, choosing those kind of visuals. And if you see, if you, if you notice... All the links which I have created, all sub-links or category links which have been created for this specific episode, everything has the exact same vibe. Even the newsletters which I sent out to people. If you haven't been subscribed to my newsletter because I do send out updates on the upcoming episode, do send me a DM on LinkedIn saying subscribe. I'll add you to the list. You will be notified about all the upcoming episodes which I do. I want to quickly say hi to Donald, uh, who you see down in the audience. He was a guest on my last week's show. We had a blast. He had champagne. He had his ice wine. And it it was was fun and it was amazing. Do check out that episode. Uh, If you are interested in hearing that episode, you should be able to find uh, my podcast links under the event notes. Please go on to it. Check out the latest one. You should be able to find it. Now, let's continue further. So, like I said... Visual identity, in a sense, it's like your podcast DNA, like a visual DNA. Branding, on the other hand, goes beyond visuals. It's like this holistic image or impression your podcast leaves on your listeners. It's like this emotional connection, expectation, or some sort of a perception that your listeners associate with when they think about your podcast. Now, branding... Uh, Not only encapsulates your podcast voice, its message, its identity, but it also makes the the, the whole thing, you know, unique. It gives people a reason to stick around. So visual identity is a significant part of branding and it is tangible and the visual representation of your brand. Now, I want to take a pause there. I want to make sure that, you know, everybody is, you know, paying attention to what I'm trying to say. If you guys, if you have questions, please do not hesitate to raise your hand. I welcome you to come up and uh, we, can, uh, we can engage. Uh, you can ask me questions and we can go from there. It doesn't mean you need to have a podcast. Uh, it's just the idea of how visual identities really help. Now, since I don't see any hands, you know, let me move further. Let's talk about aesthetics. Now, visual elements goes beyond aesthetics, as I said, uh, because it's trying to communicate something. It has come trying to communicate some sort of an emotion to you. So, visual element in podcasting are not for decoration only; they're a powerful tool of communication. The choice of colors, like you know, red would mean something bold. You know, you want to get attention. Blue means calmness. Green means tranquility. Every color has a certain meaning to it. How you play with those colors sends out signals which psychologically attracts the ideal listeners. Any kind of design elements which you use can also evoke certain kind of emotion. It, it can set the tone of your podcast. Look at the graphics which I have created again for this specific Episode. If you if you focus on it, there is actually a quite a lot of things and elements which are actually I'm using trying to communicate what the show would be like, uh, and and if you had paid attention in the beginning, even the music which I have used it kind of reflects what I'm trying to do. I call this thing. It may not be uh, the same, but I sometimes call this as sound design, wherein you use music or some kind of s- sound effects for like for an example like this one something of that sort you know to get people's attention something of that sort once you hook people into this that's when they become curious and they would be interested in knowing further okay so let's deep dive deep dive further so uh, like i said you know it's not decoration everything color choices uh, even the style of font Okay, if you look at my fonts, which I have used for my cover art, you should be able to find it on the event notes. I have used serif typefaces uh, to communicate what's the name of my show because I speak about business. I speak about entrepreneurship. That's what my show is primarily about. I want to send those signals out. Most people, when they start their podcast, everything, you know, they make it random. They think, uh, you know, it's just about whichever fonts you like to use whichever colors you want to use that's not entirely true guys everything has a certain effect and if you use it to the right way i think you know it communicates and it helps you to drive the right people to you so for instance uh, for bold or vibrant colors which i you know mostly use this conveys energy and excitement if you use muted colors okay then it cause it signals seriousness or introspection if you use playful kind of fonts okay uh, some something maybe like script or some funny kind of fonts this indicate a light hearted podcast if you use classic fonts like the one which i use it indicates more of a professionalism so visuals have the ability whether you like it or not has the ability to tell a story even before the first word is spoken now consider uh, a podcast cover art. The, this is the first thing people uh, you know, will first notice before they hit the play button. A well-designed cover art instantly communicates not only the genre, the theme, the mood, style of the podcast it's like a preview of what the listener is about to experience to give you some context on if you look under the event notes again i've also posted a link for the next week's show if you look closely the visuals are being designed with a background which has mountains birds flying around there's this nice calmness to this whole thing what I'm trying to communicate there is that this will be a relaxed show nobody's trying to mess each other screw each other up we're just gonna have a conversation and we're just gonna have fun that's what I'm trying to communicate with it and it's good to actually keep innovating and updating your podcast cover uh, you know, at least after a few seasons, because if if you if you continue keeping it the same way, sometimes people do get bored. So it's good to uh, put some new cues to it. Like for an example, the the new ones which I'm actually coming up with, you know, may have like an underwater theme. I'm just thinking, brainstorming on that, maybe for season five or something. Let me pause there. I think Wade has to say something. Go ahead, Wade. Wade, go ahead. All right, maybe he was off mute in error. Okay, I'm going to take a pause there. So let me actually hear from Leslie. Leslie, uh, if you are available and if you're available to speak, uh, please unmute. All right, Leslie is not there. Wade, if you're available, please go ahead.
1: Sorry, Jason. Uh, Actually, yeah, I was on mute because I was on a a call that came in. Uh, Just to interject uh, on that aspect as far as the, the colors, I fully agree with you on that. Uh, I think what does have to be uh, really focused on, though, is also along with the colors and the the fonts, because it's a a connection with people, is you have to focus on that connection and focus on what is your your audience in the respect of, you know, as far as the different colors mean different things to different international uh, uh, areas, right? Uh, For example, uh, red in China you know is completely and, and white is completely different than what it means in north america so to to focus on your market and know your market i think that's key
0: that is a great point wade i totally agree with you for an example in india if you were to go on a funeral if you wear black that's considered bad uh, people would expect you to wear white uh, but in North America, I think uh, people mostly wear black when they go for a funeral. Something on those lines. So culturally, everything makes a difference. Now it depends upon where you're targeting, who you're targeting, and I would get into that very, very shortly. All right. So let let me actually move on. I want to actually speak about consistency. Now, if you would have been following my podcast since January of 2022, or no? you would have noticed something which I do consistently is the layout and how I present my visuals on a week to week basis. Now, what we want to do is we want to make people habitual uh, with your visuals. Like if you use it consistently through and through for a really long time, people become accustomed to it. Whenever they see your artwork or the style of your artwork, they would immediately know it's your show. That is the recall value which you're trying to create. So consistency is the cornerstone when it comes to branding in general. It can be for podcasts or it can be just your brand uh, for a product or service, whatever you're creating. But consistency is the cornerstone. When your podcast maintains a consistent visual identity across all touch points, when I say touch points as in social media, your episode thumbnail, how it appears on your website, uh, your Instagram handles, LinkedIn, you are trying to create a recognizable brand. This consistency fosters familiarity among your audience. When they see your logos, colors, your podcast cover art, they immediately associate with your product. Uh, Sorry, not product, but your podcast. This recognition over the course of time builds trust and loyalty. Now imagine uh, you're on your favorite podcast platform. Let's say Spotify for an example. You're scrolling through a million podcast cover art. And sometimes when, if you would have been following a certain show, if you like a certain show, whatever, if something shows up, you immediately, you know, you you stop scrolling and you would be like, what the hell is this? Let me, let me explore more. That recognition is what we are trying to create. First of all, spark that recognition and make sure it's been consistent that every time people are trying to explore your content, they know it is from you. The, one of the reasons why we designers try to do this is to avoid confusion. There is a lot of stuff which people are putting through. If it does not have your personal touch to it, that's gonna cause confusion. I would not know uh, which is yours or which is somebody's else. That's why we need to have a unique identity, which is just tailor-made to you. Now, uh, listeners would quickly understand this, and and if it aligns with their interests, they will focus on this. Now, as you agree with me, guys, in this world, the attention span are being fleeting. Countless amount of podcasts have been competing for listeners' ears. Your visual identity and branding are, you know, the ones who would become your allies. They are like your passport to make a lasting impression. Building a devoted audience and creating a podcast that is not just heard, but even remembered. I'm going to take a pause there. I want to hear from Leslie. Leslie, do you have any thoughts before we move on? All right, so I think Leslie is still driving i suppose if anybody else in the listeners especially brian i know you are a designer as well annabelle miranda alex ajay marin any of you guys if you're interested please come up on stage you're welcome to ask me questions and we'll go from there wait do you have anything you'd like to contribute or ask me before we move on
1: no you're so clear and, and insightful appreciate it uh please go on
0: all right, all right, all right. So what we're going to do is I'm going to show you the power of how, uh, you know, even, even sound design can make a big difference, especially even if you play an ad. I'm going to quickly play an ad for one of my new sponsors. Hear this out. Everything, all of these things, all of these components does make a successful podcast. It helps you long term. So let's hear this ad out.
2: Are you a professional speaker who has been dreaming about getting paid, for the value that you deliver for your talks and workshops. If so, the Get Paid From The Stage program was created for you. During our six weeks together, I will give you all of the tools, templates, and guides you need to build a speaker package that will get you noticed. You'll learn the sweet spot for pricing your talk, how to negotiate with event organizers, and how to ask for additional value that you are missing out on. The next Get Paid from the Stage program starts on October 14th. Be sure to sign up soon because seats are limited to no more than 10 participants. Be sure to mention Jason's podcast when you register and that will give you a one hour one-on-one with me at no additional cost. I can't wait to see you Get Paid from the Stage.
0: All right, so so that's my new sponsor. Her name is Carla Howard. She has been a speaker on my podcast. She spoke about how to become the five figure speaker. So uh, she's a change consultant. She's also a professional speaker. She also has this course, uh, which a six week six week course called as Get Paid from the Stage uh, program. It also offers you a 30-day money-back guarantee, but they do have limited seats. So there, if you would like to register, if you like what you have heard, and if you want to create some of those transformations, I would highly encourage you to register using the registration link. You should be able to find it under the event notes or the show notes. Please follow the show notes or event notes. You should be able to get those links. And do not forget to mention you got to know about this program through me. And that would help, you know, I would get paid some money, that would help. <laughs> so, okay, let's move on. So one of the reasons I was actually highlighting about the ad, most people think, uh, I was actually presented the ad in just plain audio. I went in and I edited that audio, added a little bit of copyright music to it, just to have it like a radio style feel to it. Now, I did not have to do this, or neither the sponsor asked me to do this. This is just my extra efforts, which I put in from my end. What I want to say is that even though uh, you you have a good visual, you have a good podcast, your content is also good, but you know, even sound can make a big difference. Now, maybe in the long run, okay, if I do get an opportunity, I might do an episode purely speaking about sound and how these things these small bit-sized pieces can make a huge difference in making your podcast really stand out from others. Many of you guys think that this is a very expensive affair. Yes, it does cost a little money, but what do you produce is what makes a big difference. So let me move on. What I want to say is the next thing is about making first impressions, especially through visual branding. So the first impressions which you create is incredibly powerful because that's how people perceive and remember something. And in the world of podcasting, where new shows are discovered on a day-to-day basis, two things happen to some some of these shows. One is Pod Fade, and the other one is called as Pod Stay. Okay, I'll, I'll repeat that pod fade and pod stay. Very simple terms. Okay, pod fade means these are one of those individuals who start up a podcast just for the heck of it. They don't really have a clue what they are doing. Okay, and eventually after maybe no less than 12 episodes, they fade out, F-A-D, fade out. Those are called as part fade. And the ones, you know, who stick around, like myself and many others, we call them pot stay. They are here to stay for the longer run. <laughs> okay, anyway. So I think that was funny, but, you know, moving on. So, so the, you know, we want the visual identities to actually just take the center stage because when a potential li- listener encounters your podcast for the first time, whether on social media or whether they are encountering it on the podcast app itself, mm-hmm. A well-crafted visual identity has the potential to grab their attention and pique their curiosity, at least in some aspect. Okay, if the visual is good enough, there is a possibility they can click on learn more or hit the play button or they can at least clip on the episode description. You want them to actually take some sort of action. Sometimes if the visuals are good enough... Okay, they might pay attention to the headlines. If the headlines really piques their curiosity or something which they feel it's relevant to, they might hit play or they might just read through it. You never know how the user is going to behave at the end of the day. Now, imagine a scenario, okay? A listener is scrolling through, uh, you know, let's say Apple Podcasts and your podcast cover art and overall visual style, everything shows off if the visual is going to resonate with them, there is a crucial possibility they would not only click on it, okay, they might also follow it. And if they like it really a lot, Uh, if they feel they are getting good sense of value from it, and if they keep encountering your podcast, that means you keep doing your podcast repeatedly, maybe once a week, uh, maybe twice a week or every 15 days. If it it keeps showing up on their feed, there is a possibility they might continue to say subscribed or they might even leave a review. Okay, so that's what we are trying to do. Your branding offers them an opportunity to make a strong positive first impression that draws your listeners in now what a well-designed logo cover art color palette typography you know this all these things try to make a memorable image this is like your podcast signature this is what people remembers and associate your content with hmm interesting i got a beep sound might be my cell phone all right so Uh, this is what people remember and they associate with cover art you know I want to actually you know speak a bit about cover art cover art and logos are two different things your podcast uh, you know may not have a logo ideally you should some people may not have the budget so they just design the cover art so cover art on the other hand is like a book cover it entices somebody to open and read maybe at least a few pages just to see how it is. It visually conveys the essence of your podcast and the theme you like to explore. A compelling cover art has a potential to stick in someone's mind and they have listened to an episode. Color also plays that significant role. Now, if you if you look at some of the artworks which I have created for a lot of my previous episode, I just play around with colors. I mean, my template is exactly the same, but I keep changing the colors here and there. You know, maybe add two colors, sometimes three colors, sometimes one color, and I just keeps. You know, it just looks new. Uh, what we don't realize that we don't have to make something new always if you have if you have designed a template and identity designer such as myself what we do is we create a template we create like a style which you have to go with and you consistently do it and color is the way how you kind of showcase and communicate uh, the different vibe of the podcast or what you're trying to share with your audience so a consistent use of colors okay or color pairing you know, it, it does help your listeners to recognize your podcast faster and it helps them to have like, you know, quite a good memory about your show. And, and the reason why we are doing all of these things is because we need a little bit of recognition. We need loyal audience and we are trying to foster some of their trust because recognition is the bridge that connects listeners to your podcast on an ongoing basis. When a listener has the ability to recognize your podcast's visual identity, it can create again a sense of familiarity. It's like uh, meeting a friend in a crowd and you gravitate towards what you know, right? Uh, this recognition is what breeds trust. When a listener's consistently see and they're reminded of the experience they had with your podcast before, it makes them comfortable. It puts them in their comfort zone and they're willing to revisit. And trust is the fundamental part, you know, main factor or part in building that loyal audience. Consistency and recognizable visual branding creates a sense of reliability in front of your audience, in their audience mind or your listeners mind. The listeners know what to expect when they press play. So for an example, I have got many feedback from a lot of listeners who listen to my show. They say, oh, we have no idea when you're going to start, how long the show is going to be, or X, Y, Z. So what I have done initially when I when I was doing my show, at least for the first two to three, two, three seasons, I was consistently communicating the format of the show. And after consistently communicating the format of the show, People automatically tell me that we know you have a Q&A section at towards the, uh, you know, after 45 minutes or so. So I will wait for my, I'll park my questions when the Q&A comes. Or if they want to, uh, you know, do something funny, they know towards the end of our show, I do give people the opportunity to have a little fun, joke around, say a few things, or maybe ask them some funny questions. That's, the sh- uh, that's my format of the show. And I've been doing this consistently for a long time. People get accustomed to it. They like They know how the show is going to be, what's the structure of the show. I don't have to put guidelines in place. Uh, that's the recall value you're trying to create. So again, it's not just about visuals. If you if you have run a good format of your show, if you have your headlines in place, okay, your titles in place, if you're numbering your episode, if you're doing all those things accurately, that will make it seamless for the user. The more seamless you make it for your guests or your listeners, the more easier is to help them to stick around. I want to take a pause there. I want to ask Wade if there's anything he likes to ask me or contribute to this conversation so far.
1: Sorry about that. Just trying to unmute. Uh, Yeah, as far as just to rewind a little bit as far as in the aspect of the the sound uh, imprints, I completely agree as far as it's so important as far as one, it recognizes when you do a a sound imprint like that, as far as that you're starting or a key point for somebody to to recognize. Uh, If you look, for example, on different uh, news shows, when they're starting to to talk about a certain subject, they'll do a a sound clip like that. And it's like recognizing this is what's going on. You'll see that on a lot of video podcasts as well. Um, So the the imprints on the, the people, as far as this is an important point that they want people to know or something is up and coming.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So sound plays a very vital role. And this is one of my next subjects, which I would be speaking about. How to incorporate sound in your podcast. And I don't know if I'm using the right term, if it's sound design. I call it sound design because I think it's specifically done in a certain way. Uh, That, you know, the listener gets an experience out of it. Think about you watching a movie, you know, how they have this small snippet of music as the scenes passes by. Okay, that can really make a very impactful difference on the production quality. Now, the thing is, most entrepreneurs starting a podcast don't really have the budget to do it. I can tell you that actually, you know, you don't necessarily have to invest a lot, especially on sound bites, or heavily on production. You can just use basic themes. Like for an example, the equipment which I'm using, it only allows me to have four sound pads on my equipment so I can play around with different things like this. So like, you know, sound effects or What I can do is I can pair up with my phone and maybe play sound effects like this or something like this. Okay, it's about, you know, how you leverage what you have and make the best out of it. I actually don't do any sort of editing with my show. However, I record it is exactly the way I put it out because I I feel editing is just simply a waste of time. Okay. And secondly, I have to do a lot of other things. I can't simply sit and continue editing. Okay, so don't worry so much about sound design initially. Just do the basic. And as you progress ahead, as you continue doing it, you will get used to it. So you will be able to add more things and components to uh, your podcast, which can make it even better. So let's actually go ahead and deep dive a little further. Now I want to explore how visual identities can help to resonate with your target audience. Now every broadcast which has been created needs to have a specific audience in mind. People who will connect deeply with its content. If you have not done that, this is the reason why you're struggling. This is the reason why you don't have listeners. I actually don't care how many people listen to my show live because I have a nice listener base once I upload the episode. That's how I actually make money. And that's how uh, you know it helps me to gain the exposure which I require from my show. Okay, the reason I do this live is because I want to practice, okay, and uh, I, I want to train myself to navigate and do my shows live. If something happens during a live show and if you panic, uh, you're going to be fear. You're going to have that stage fear or this fear in your head. I want to overcome that fear. This is the reason I do all my things live and I try to navigate and manage everything live. This is just simply, you know, some amount of fun to it, you know, which... Uh, one of my good friend Tiffany, taught me, you know, she passed away. But, you know, she's the one who actually taught me to take such a risk and do things live. Anyways, moving on. Visual identity, again, it becomes a powerful tool in reaching and resonating with your target audience. By crafting visual elements that aligns with your podcast theme, values, and messaging, you are sending a clear signal to the desired listeners and the podcast is relevant to them. You can start with something very basic. So let's look at my analytics. And I'm going to tell you exactly the things which you can focus on. What you can focus on is geographic first, like, you know, where exactly do you want your show to be heard? Which country, region, sub region, uh, or number of uh, states, whatever. Yeah, I think you get the idea which country you're specifically targeting from from the very start of my podcast i've been targeting my audience from north america and that's where my majority of my listeners are sometimes the actions which you take can also make a big difference that means if you interview if you want your show to be heard in united states for an example and if you interview people from australia that's not going to really help or if you speak about subject matter from let's say Russia, that's not going to really work. So you have to stay in the current. You have to mingle around with the people, or the kind of audience, or the kind of content you want from that specific region. Okay, so that's what uh, you know. T- you know you should focus on when it comes to audience. So like geographic location. Uh, what kind of devices do you think those guys would be using to connect? Okay, what what would be their gender, male, female, binary, non-binary, others? What would be the age group you would be targeting? I think it's just a general sense, just... A hypothesis of something to start off with. That's what you want to build upon. If you don't know how to do this, please reach out to me. I'll help you. A very simple method. Dub uh, would cost you money, definitely. It's not going to be free. I gonna, I'm going to help you how to dictate and find out which is your audience. It doesn't have to be a podcast. It doesn't. You know, it can be a brand or something, a product or service you're dealing with. It might be just a regular business. I can help you with those things if you're not able to figure this out. Now, imagine uh, if you're running a podcast which is centered around personal growth or wellness, for an example. If your visual, if your visual identity does not offer calming colors, scenery, or a font that kind of gives you that tranquility vibe, uh, you your visual language, you know, which is being created, if it's not going to be vibing, the individuals whom will be reaching out or they're trying to find you would not get the same vibe and they would not tune in. We want to attract the right listeners because we want to make them feel like this is where you belong. It was tailor-made to them. Say things uh, which really makes them think. A well-designed visuals uh, for your podcast not only evokes curiosity, excitement, nostalgia. Whew. You know what? I'm tired. I'm going to take a break. <laughs> I'm going to play some song. And I'm going to have a sip of water. I'm back I'm back I'm back all right so see I I, since I've been doing this for quite some time I have realized one thing if you try making things very polished nobody gives a damn the more authentic and real you are especially when you do your shows uh, if you are the real you okay I think people like that a lot now see I did not have to say that I was thirsty It's not that I'm trying to show off, I'm just trying to communicate that that's how I felt and I just went with the flow. And that's what your audience would be navigating and connecting with. The more humble you have, the more humility you have, the more real you are, Uh, the audience does not find it scripted. You know, they know you're an actual human being, they know you have feelings, they know sometimes, you know, doing a monologue exhaust you out. That's one of the reason I don't do monologues on my podcast because it's very exhaustive. I'm not a person who can consistently speak for 45 minutes. I think it is pretty tiring. That is the fact. All right, so let's actually move on. I, I want to actually speak about consistent visuals across social media and your promotion materials. Now, if you have consistent visuals, this is going to give you like a professional edge. First of all, Imagine you sending out artworks uh, to your guests. Okay, what mostly they and, and I'm not saying that it's good or bad. When you send out artworks, which is being pre-created for your guests or people whom you're doing shows with, they are more than willing to actually promote, share with their crowd, with their listeners, with their fans, family members, whatever. But you have to make put in that work to make it happen now imagine if you're sending out a visual which is kick ass that would make it even better it would encourage them to show it off to as many people as possible now i do something even beyond that i actually post things on behalf of my guests or the people i'm going to be having on my show proactively like i don't even ask them to do anything like from my end, I actually invest my time, resources and everything and I post everything. The only thing my guests or people who I interviewed only have to do is click the repost or the share button. Now the most seamless the experience you make it, the kick ass the visuals and the most seamless the experience is people are just going to fall in love with it. If you don't believe me, have a look at my LinkedIn profile and l- read through some of the recommendations which I have received from my guests. It will communicate what I'm trying to tell you. We have somebody you know who has joined this conversation. Annabelle, thank you so much. This is the first time you are uh, on this live podcast. I just want to let you know this conversation is being recorded. And being, by being here, you're giving us consent to go ahead, monetize on it. Do you have a question or would you like to contribute?
3: Hi, Jason. Um, thank you so much for having me on your show. Um, my name is Annabelle, and I am founder of the At Leisure Wear brand called Bezatelli. So my question basically is, um, it's maybe indirectly related to what you're treating today. I've been thinking of starting a podcast myself uh, for women empowerment but I've not really had um, the the courage or I, I just feel like maybe I still need to set some things up. I still need to train myself. I still need, need to learn more. What would you say um, would be an easy way to navigate um, these feelings? Is it just that um, am I just scared of the unknown or like, because I've been thinking for over a year now and I haven't really done it. I started by doing a few YouTube videos, but I haven't been consistent. So what advice can you give give me on on this and how how do i really go about it and i really love the conversation you're having because it's also helping me around uh my branding of my of my brand the branding of my at leisure wear brand thank you so much and i'll just mute myself there to listen um (laughs)
0: to the <laughs> all right so lovely to have you Annabelle. thank you so much for that question now this is something which i personally also have encountered when i was thinking of starting my show i actually never intended to start a podcast uh, to begin with okay my good friend and mentor his name is lj haywood what he said is that big j or j they that's the nickname they use why don't you stop why didn't you just start this whole thing and see if there is any benefit you get out of it. Just try it out. Okay, just start. Stop procrastinating. Just start. Okay, the question was, uh, I asked to myself, I said to myself during that time, is that why the hell I want to do this? Okay, now I'm talking about my point of view. Okay, so I said to myself, what would be the most cheapest way to hit a foreign market? Okay, I don't like doing small talks with people. I want to build a relationship, get to know these individuals. And if possible, if there is any synergy, I like to utilize my design business and I want to leverage upon it. And that's how it clicked. So that's the ROI I am expecting out of it. And this is the reason I'm actually doing what I'm doing. It helps me to foster good relationship. People I interview on my show, they become my good friends and close friends. And they stick around, they hear my bullshit. And at any point of time, if they need somebody to help them, either with their branding, visual or whatever... I try to be the first person that comes into their mind to help them out. It's like a long-term investment I'm doing. Now, I can actually still continue playing ads, which will be still an expensive proposition. I found this to be a much more cheaper alternative. So my question to you, Annabelle, what is the ROI you're expecting to do this? Because you can't do things for charity. At least I think you need to make some money. Uh, you can't pour out from an empty cup. So what would be your intent of starting out this Women Empowerment Podcast?
3: So um, initially, my, my intent really is around helping women discover what their purpose is, because I like talking around around purpose. So it's just um, sensitizing people around what what they need to be that better version of themselves telling them what they need, what are those keys that they need um, to build their confidence, what are those keys that they need um, to build their leadership, even be it at work or even at home, how can they help out, even uh, being a mom, a stay-at-home mom. So it's really the whole intent of me wanting to start a podcast. Return on investment, I was just thinking that if someone finds value in my sharing, then they can um maybe book a coaching session with me but to be honest I never really thought about um, return on investment like what what's the financial gain on my part I never really thought about it but now that you ask I thought that why would not um, a woman who listens to my voice and really found value out of it why wouldn't she book um, a coaching session with me so that would maybe be uh, my goal I would say yeah, see, it has to
0: give you some sort of a reward. Otherwise, you're not going to continue doing this because podcasting does take a long time to get results, like to get sponsors, to make money. Or It really takes a long time. If you're expecting something you know, to happen right away, trust me, that's not going to be the case. And you have to be consistent. So there has to be some sort of a reward associated for the time and things which you would be spending. Because you would have to contribute a lot to build your listenership, to ensure you know they you know you retain them, not only through visuals, but also through the content which you're offering, the kind of content which you're producing, how often you produce, who is it for specifically. You know, you, what you can do is you can start... If, if you are in the business of coaching people, then it practically makes sense for you to go into that route because you can motivate people and guide them and help them. Uh, if you do have another business, because from your profile, I see that, you know, you do have some athletic wear uh, kind of business. Try to see how you can create some synergies around this. Like you motivate people and... Uh, And you encourage them to wear your goods or, you know, the the things which you are producing, the the ones which you are creating out of your business, ask them to wear it. Have artworks or something created which helps them, which reminds them to, you know, keep grinding, keep moving on. Have like a a line of clothes, you know, which has been specifically developed for your podcast or people, you know, your listenership, something of that nature. I don't know. You know, the possibilities are actually infinite, Okay, but I would recommend that, you know, do not start off uh, just for the heck of it. If you want to just try it out, there are a lot of uh, people and places who offer uh, these kind of help. Uh, you know, I have heard a lot of women empowerment uh, gatherings which happen either on Zoom or Facebook physically or virtually wherever you can be a part of all those things you can you can have a discussion just you know think of it like a practice round see if at all if there is engagement and if you see there is good reward and benefit to it then move on i hope that helps annabelle i hope at least it gives you some context if you if you want to discover more find out more i recommend you reach out to me okay we will speak offline and try to deep dive and find out if it's really worth it to pursue this path
3: thank you so much I'm looking forward to um, having a chat with you but my last question to you would be um, in terms of guests do you usually just get anyone like say for instance I'm not too sure where your podcasts happen or how you do them but do you how do you get your guests on your shows
0: all right very simple start off with your friends and family first people whom you know Okay, at least do around 12 episodes just with your people whom you know, who you're closely associated with because you want to give yourself some breathing room to make mistakes and learn from your mistakes. Once you have around 12 to 15 individuals already booked, okay, and you have interviewed them, you like, you know, when you reach out to let's say for an example, me to be a guest on your show, I already see that 15 people have agreed to be on your show. I mean, you are doing something. Otherwise, they would not have agreed to it. Why would I say no? In fact, you know, if I would say no, I will feel like I'm missing out on it. FOMO, fear of missing out. He asked me to be on the show and I did not say yes. That can also happen. So I would say that, you know, start small. Start with your loved ones. Okay, you don't necessarily have to communicate. He is your brother, sister, whatever. Treat them like an entrepreneur or treat them however they are. Interview them, practice with Mm -hmm. them, upload a few shows, have good visuals. Please, trust me, if you have bad visuals, sometimes guests hesitate to even promote it. Okay, if you're doing interview-based things, if you have something cool, nice, okay, it encourages them to promote it at their end, even post it, comment about it, say new, nice things, beautiful things about it. I hope that helps, Annabelle. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Awesome. 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 So final thoughts, you know, let's actually conclude our today's show. Now, remember your podcast guys is more than just sound. Okay. It's like this unique voice. You deserve recognition and a strong visual identity is the vessel through which your podcast can step into its limelight. I'm not saying it has to be me or through me. Find out somebody who is experienced enough to help you to create that visual identity for your podcast. And it's going to create that lasting impression. You might be really good with your words and your storytelling, how you connect with your listeners deeply. A well-crafted vision, visuals. It's like this superficial layer. Okay, That makes your podcast you know, develop into, into a brand. A lot of other things which you also have to do. Trust me, visuals itself is not going to do everything. It's like a, a system which has multiple things to this puzzle. If everything comes intact, and this being one of those aspects, I think you would have something there. Okay, ask yourself, if you, if you have an existing podcast, have a look at it, look at the logo, ask yourself what it represents. If you have a cover art, you know ask yourself what are my first impressions when i look at this theme what is the feeling it's trying to convey what do i feel just looking at it what are the emotions these colors are evoking out to me if you're able to figure this out by yourself nothing like it i'm positive you will take uh you know s- actions necessarily to make it work if you're unable to figure this out you know ask a professional to help you if you're interested in me helping you out with this thing uh If you look under the show notes, there is a link which I have listed, Ready to Elevate Your Podcast Brand with Jason Thomas. And there is a link. It's an inquiry link. Click on it. Put in your details. I'll reach out to you. We'll schedule a call and I'll try to help you figure this out. So I want to say thank you to each and everyone listening to me for the past 60 minutes. I love you all. Please continue to do nice things in life. If you you have a business, brand, podcast, make it visually kick ass, guys. It's really worth it.